binoculars, what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. Our hundredth episode. Syndication. (laughs) Indeed. Finally reached the point. They're going to start showing reruns of us on like FX or something. Damn right. It's also our two year anniversary episode. I can't believe that. That's absurd to me. It feels like we've been doing this for like six months. (laughs) We have. Whoa. You've always been six months. We six months plus, you know, 18 months. (laughs) Give or take. So I thought it would be fun to... uh, Look back and figure out some of our favorite things about doing the show. Ah, uh, yeah. The featured creatures clip show special. <laughs> All right, you thought you were getting chupacabra, but nope. All sound bites of That's every previous is. episode. It's, we were doing like the complex, like wraparound, you know, nonsense segment that requires us to call. See, if we're gonna do that. It's got to be like, we got to do it for like an episode. Like one of us just like can't be there for some reason. Somebody's in the hospital. And it's like, man, you know, we're, Garrett's in the hospital. You know, let's, we got to, what would Garrett do for an episode? I think an episode he would do would be something like this. <laughs> and then it's just the clip of you going, oh, wow, Garrett was totally right. <laughs> I should have put that one on here. <laughs> Still got it. Still can do it. There you go. Yep. I don't have we released that one. Have people even seen that yet? What Garrett was totally right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not like just that clip, but like no, the, no, yeah. That okay. That's, that's the uh, Thunderbird episode of Lost Tapes. Okay. All right. Deep just making cut. sure we the understand the context. Argue about it's oh, camera a, ownership. <laughs> Wait, that was a Thunderbird episode. Yes. I, I, I know Thunderbird that was, Lost Tapes. That was that was my thought too. Is like, was that episode about? I just Lost remember tapes? the whole Rashomon thing of not knowing what happened. Yeah. Yep. Whoa, and Garrett was, was totally right. So uh, one of my favorite things that from doing the show is I found one of my favorite bands doing research for the Dwarf episode. Oh, yes. Found Glory Hammer. Glory Hammer. And introduced it to our friend Luigi, who also loves them now. Well, if I remember correctly, the lead singer looks a little bit like Luigi. He's a no, lawyer. Maybe not. Is he really? That's so. F- oh, that's <laughs> that's right. He's like a lawyer and it's like his th- his like passion project. It's yeah. the thing he just does in his spare time. And I think the drummer or one of the other musicians in it. Uh, is from Ailstorm. Oh, I see. And is just like, he, he wanted to make this kind of band. So he asked some people and they did it. It's like a super group. Yeah. Just like, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. I think he's the only one from another band. I, all right. Okay. You just ruined my dream. But, but it's they're okay. super into it. I mean, the super group has a lawyer. You know, my favorite thing. Well, they need legal representation, yeah. right? That's what, you know. So one of them's got to also be like the medical officer, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the... Betazoid, uh, exactly. This the psychic counselor. That's generally speaking, that's kind of my role here, you know, <laughs> my moderate psychic abilities. You make everything worse. It's, I don't know that I agree with that, but yeah, that's a pretty good, um, observer principles. You just make everything worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's mine. That you can't take that. I, I patent that. Okay. All right. I'll sue you. I'm a lawyer now. Well, yeah, I mean, by virtue of simply observing a system, you affect it. So, you know, and making it worse. That's my perspective. No, sure. I, I want to make it worse. You know, I'll agree with you at least some of the time it gets worse. All right. We'll split you. the difference. That's all I want. Uh, another thing that I enjoyed from doing the show is finding the band, the Greasy Gills. Oh, yeah. And their cool surf music. Indeed. You know, uh, my favorite thing, as I, as I mentioned in the chat, it also is about dwarves. It's just that whole episode. <laughs> I don't know that I've laughed for a longer period of time than just like throughout that episode. <laughs> at I mean, that one you bit. definitely did. 
but last week's episode, you laughed at your own joke for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh. oh yeah. Oh man. I don't even remember what it was, but yes, it was, um, it was something stupid. It was about one of the towns, uh, Downs Grover. And oh. like, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> something about a Muppet having extra chromosomes or something, but yeah, no, yeah. it, uh, no, but just the, this, the statement, you, that were, Harry dwarves. Is, you yeah. were so into your own joke. I I'm thought like, it was really all right funny. then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand why other people wouldn't think it was that funny, but it was <laughs> funny to me. All right. Alan got anything or should oh. we just hop into this? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I love the nuggle. Yeah. You do love the nuggle. But I also just like uh, Tony Doc Shields yeah. showing up every week to do something. <laughs> Being, leaving your house. Yeah. It, now, <laughs> now you're all me. Pre-quarantine so. leaving your house. Yeah. yeah. My life has not changed. Uh, no, Tony Doc Shields is may- maybe maybe the best thing we've found. I think so, honestly. That I, and Gunhild. I expected, yeah. yeah. I really expected Tony Doc Shields to be like just a complete jabroni. Yeah. But like almost immediately, it was just like, okay, no, this guy's actually He's a hero. Fun. And we had to drop the Tonys. Yep. yep. We tried to make it work and then we found a hero. Yep. yep. Almost yep. immediately. That's how my life is. I like, try to get something started and just... You know, reality just slaps me back down. Tofuki principle. I just get Icarus hardcore. But now, yeah, I love it all. So I guess we could get to today's episode. All right. Oh, if we think show. of any other any other uh, things we like, we can say them at the end. I like all the the upsets of the brackets. I like I like getting mad at things. I like that are probable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's my favorite thing. Is like I don't think we've ever had like a situation. Like I've seen in other podcasts where like things get tense. And maybe it's just because our subject matter is not that, like, serious. But, like, we don't... There's, like, no ego attached to any of these, right? Yeah. Like, none of us have, like, any kind of identity associated with these creatures. So just, like, things never get weird and tense. The tensest it got was in that Lost Tapes <laughs> episode. We arguing about yeah. it. I was the only one who can identify the difference between these black children. No, we, we were all having a different argument. <laughs> we were well, also that, having a different that argument. That is also true. We were all arguing about different things. Indeed. Uh, that's a good episode, though. Oh, man. It's it's so weird, though, because it's like the opposite of what I would think a Thunderbird episode is about. Yeah. It's just like not. It's, it's about not. some kids skateboarding. Yeah. And one of them is like, oh, fuck. I think we just got to leave your eight-year-old brother here to die. <laughs> I can't get grounded again. I'm going to go get a wheelbarrow and we yep. can take his broken leg ass over <laughs> You know that you know that child is going to grow up to become like a senator or something. It's just like it's fine. Look, he's dead. We'll just leave him. Oh, it's like uh, how um, he's going to do blimp hunting to f- try to find a giant bird. <laughs> it's like exactly. how Herman Cain claimed that he beat some kid to death with a hammer, but like, oh, he never did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, get on. No, it wasn't him. Uh, one of the fake was it Vermin Supreme? No, 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 because he would never do that. No. That's the guy who he said he would marry someone to a shoe, right? Everyone gets the ponies. Yeah. Maybe it was. That's what Arnold would want. You know, no. Dennis, Dennis Kucinich no. killed someone with a hammer. I'm just going to put that. Yeah, let's, let's switch it. Fucking Ruin right. Supreme's trying to give us all Nuggles to kill us. No, nah, no. Nah. Nuggles is cool. <laughs> He's already been compromised. I've been compromised. Classic yet magnificent. You think I'm not going to get on that cool little horse? And Herman got to you first. So. For our 100th episode, it was voted by all of you out there, not just our patrons. Everyone who decided to vote on Twitter for those four weeks. It beat the Yeti. It beat Mothman. It beat the Jersey Devil. Today's episode, the Chupacabra. 
also known as the Blurry Clip Show. I mean, I do have its names. Oh, okay. Blurry it's, me. You know, I'm just glad. I want to say this right now. I'm glad that you didn't call it the El Chupacabra. No, I wouldn't call it the the Chupacabra. I, That's like saying ATM machine. I know. Even though it's something that I do. I mean, I, I just say, call it, refer to it as the automated teller machine. Oh, yeah. That's just a cash box. I gotta go hit I gotta go hit the cash box. No, that's something else. Yeah, no, no, I still always call <laughs> oh, no. cash registers adding machines. <laughs> oh no. So the name Chupacabra it. translates to goat sucker. The moniker was coined by Puerto Rican comedian Silviaro or Silvero Perez in nineteen ninety five, then quickly picked up by the general public. Wow. Is this one of those horrible ARGs I hate? I can't pronounce that word, Alan. It's an ARG. What's oh, that boy. word? What's that word? Kiguapas, I'm going to assume. Uh, it's called that in the uh, Dominican Republic. Oh. It's also called the Maboya in the Taino Arawakan uh, language. For It translates to evil spirit. Well, okay, so they got one too. That's interesting. You know, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. It's uh, the... Saca Lenguas uh, in El Salvador translates to draw tongue. Yeah. And the Mocha Vampire. Whoa. Mocha as in M-O-C-H-A. M-O-C-A. Okay. It's right. a town. Okay. Good I thought we were going. Contemporary art vampire. My <laughs> least favorite Bruce Nauman installation. I thought we were going for like a, like a Eddie Murphy vampire in Brooklyn kind of, you know. <laughs> I prefer uh, if I'm going with a, I think it's New York based. Uh, vampire movie. I'm going with uh, the Nick Cage one where he's just crazy. Oh, Vampire's yeah. Kiss. Okay. Wow, that's, oh, all right. uh, Habitat. The West Indies, South America, and parts of North America. Uh, here are the chupacabras we are covering today. Puerto Rican chupacabra, Appalachian chupacabra, Texas chupacabra, and some sightings of the Mexican and the Chilean chupacabra because they don't really have their own lore. They the sightings have them described as horrifyingly different looking, but they're always like, you know, it's just the same one. It's just the same one. You know, I've said before, there's a difference between a goat sucker and the goat sucker. I mean, that's true. So, you also, know, sometimes goats are just suckers, you know, and sometimes there's no such thing El as a free meal. is Amish. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> are you talking about the Appalachian one? I mean, uh, sometimes El Chupacabra is Scottish. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Or Kiwi, you know, we just throw them all. We'll just throw them all in there, right? All the all the stereotypes. The Welsh. Yeah. If you ever if you ever kept sheep, chupacabras. <laughs> Let's get started with the Puerto Rican chupacabra, the OG, the original goat sucker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so between it's between three to four feet tall. That's about a lab and a half to two labs. Thank a you. Lab and a half. It has leathery or scaly greenish gray skin. Sharp spines run down its back. Sometimes seen with wings. It has large round. It has a large round head. Huge lidless fiery red eyes uh, that run up to the temples and spread to the sides. Whoa. Ears small or absent. Two small nostrils. Lipless mouth. Sharp protruding fangs and three fingered hands and three toed feet. Well, shoot. Yeah, I've never seen one of these things with wings. Well, I mean, okay, I've literally never seen them before, but I've never, I've never like heard like a, a story or like seen a rendering that's like meant to be this kind of chupacabra that has wings. Yeah, yeah. It takes wing. Uh, the apparently the first sighting, like the reported one, man. Okay, so I'm gonna get into my research story. Half of the, I, I have all of my sources that I'll put up on, I'll post on the website and put a link to that in our episode description. Okay, but 
There are, there's one guy who did a lot of research into this thing, but he's, man, I don't want to be mean to him because he's a complete fraud, right? He's going to find No, he's just not open to anything. Like he's like a complete skeptic. Yeah. But he did a bunch of research on El Chupacabra. I mean, to prove that it's not real. But You're telling me that a scientist began with a conclusion he's not, and sought out information to support that? High, that like, <laughs> what? He interviewed the person who saw the first sighting, and then he showed her pictures of Sill from <laughs> Species. Okay. And she's like, man, that looks a lot like what I saw. And then he's like, she saw the movie Species. She's not credible. <laughs> I, 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 you get I what like I'm trying to say now? I like this guy. Uh-huh. You've seen anything. Get out of here. He sounds like a high schooler that just learned about logical fallacies. Three of the websites that I went to for research, for information, like the BBC and stuff was just him shitting on another cryptozoologist who had the opposite opinion of him. I see. Just like, like tearing, like reading his book line for line and just tearing it apart. And like, he's just being a little snobby bitch. Wow. I still think that's a cool power move. Is like, <laughs> just reading your opponent's book. You're just giving them all kinds of publicity. On the BBC. <laughs> yeah, the websites I went to, I found some Chupacabra stuff on the BBC, on Nat Geo. On, Interesting. On New York Times Archive. Yeah. Well, so I mean, what movie has he seen? <laughs> right. I mean, clearly he saw Species, and he was like, that's not real. And we were like, yeah, it's a movie, bro. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so let's get to... Some info on this Ooh, bitch. Yeah. Who's the guy? Uh, I think he comes up later. All right. But the cool guy is uh, Nick Redfern. He's a cool name. Yeah. The guy that I don't like was in Monster Quest wearing a thin leather cowboy hat. and <laughs> This guy. Yeah, but yeah. him and Nick Redfern both dress alike. Well, that's, I mean, you know, they're going to be rock star zoologist. You got to, you know. Black leather pants, black leather jacket, thin black cowboy, leather exactly. cowboy hat. Yeah. You got to have that look. You got to look like a rock star. I guess dude. I got to go buy those things. We all have to. I was just going to get us polo shirts. No, nothing's better in the California desert. <laughs> black than any desert. Than I mean, I really, if we're leather. going for a look, I, I mean, want like the Showa era, like leather jacket was just like the fringe on the sleeves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, that's, that's what I want. Their logo on the back, the exactly. Bullet Club logo. Exactly. You know, yeah. something really cool. And the polo shirt under with the regular. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yep, exactly. You know, collar <laughs> upturned. So its name comes from its first recorded victims being goats completely drained of blood. It is also known to feed on chickens and pretty much any livestock, leaving deep, round puncture wounds on the bodies it leaves behind. So how early in this thing's, uh, in this thing's like, uh, we call it like morphology? I don't know. In like the history of this thing, uh, does it start to have like the, the three sucker tongue thing? Um, it's, all, it's described as usually leaving two puncture wounds. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it sucks blood, it allegedly makes odd sounds like this one. <laughs> I got that one from <laughs> Princeton.edu's Chupacabra website. Uh, I, I genuinely thought that was Luke. It sounds a lot like him. <laughs> what, one more time he, for clarity? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> Apparently, Wait, I, I think I heard a word in there. One more time? <laughs> you think you heard a word in it? EVP. <laughs> oh, man, I love this fucking goat. Mm. <laughs> It sounds like he says he at the beginning. 
Apparently, that's the noise it makes when it fucking feeds on your goats. How do you not catch it in the air? So, so clarification: that was an impersonation. I. Or that's a field recording. Honestly, <laughs> there was no explanation. I think it's also on one of the three wiki pages I went to. <laughs> one more time, I want. I mean, it's wanna, from wanna, Princeton. It's credible. <laughs> yeah, that's. I just I love the, the snorting that's in there. So he's like. <laughs> Yeah, it's really rooting around in that, in that wound. El Chupacabra is nocturnal. And apparently its main, main form of locomotion is hopping like a kangaroo. Nice. But some say it can switch from a bipedal to quadrupedal. I see. What is the one? Is the quadrupedal faster? I mean, probably. I mean, it's got four legs. Intimidation or four is more than two. You know? It's for scurrying. So, one like, is for <laughs> Jing Shi hopping and the other is for scurrying. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, in some cases it is said to leave behind a sulfur smell or just some slime (laughs) sulfur sulfur smell or some slime although most sightings and reports start in 1995 there are some earlier accounts that have been linked to uh to the chupacabra due to being similar in nature like 1975's mocha vampire oh i see and some other cryptozoologists okay so (laughs) Some other cryptozoologists claim the creature has been around for thousands of years. Those believe the chupacabra is nothing more than a modern occurrence of the uh, Kamazats legend in Mayan mythology. Kamazats was a bat god. His name means death bat. I feel like we're having a Kamazats episode right now, honestly. <laughs> it's just like this whole first half of the year. <laughs> just unleash that death bat. Yep. <laughs> Yep, every, nobody believed it was real. This is the real, I and mean, people talked about the Mayan apocalypse. This is the Aztec apocalypse. This is yeah. Mayan. Yeah, touche. I said the word Mayan. Did you? I thought you said Aztec. I said okay, in no, Mayan all right. mythology. All right, no, touche. This is the real Mayan apocalypse. You just so. like all those Zs, and you're like, that's Aztec. Basically, yes. So let's get to the Mocha Vampire sighting in February 1975. The Mocha Vampire uh, kicked off its killing spree in Barrio Rocha, a sector of the town of Mocha, where it took the lives of a number of animals in a grisly manner never seen before. 15 cows, three goats, two geese, and a pig were found dead with bizarre perforations on their hides. When do we get into the, uh, does this, are we going to talk about the UN black helicopters at all? Um, this? No, they, they bring up that, that this started the, uh, not this one, but the, the chupacabra sighting started around the same time U.S. Uh, cattle mutilation started. Ah, okay. So they don't really tie it into that because they just put a creature to it. I see. So the bizarre perforations on the hide uh, suggest that a sharp instrument has been inserted into the hapless bovines. Autopsies showed that the animals had been thoroughly relieved of blood as if consumed by some predator. Oh, thank God it's out of me. Just relieve it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going nuts with this thing. I just sit down, I get numb, and it just, oh, no. You're just like a Hulk Hogan-style blood pouch person. <laughs> oh, thank God for relieving that pressure. I thought I was going to burst. So the earliest uh, 1995 account I could find is March 11th, 1995. Eight sheep were found dead, drained of blood. August 95, the chupacabra is blamed for 150 animal deaths, <laughs> Whoa. which is close to 100. 100, right in between 200 you could play that twice <laughs> <laughs> madeline tolentino saw the creature her description of the monster is really similar to sill from the movie species 
overall, there are a lot of sightings that are about the same. They're about the same people just seeing dead animals. Like, okay. They're all the same. Uh, November 19th, 1985. The Chupacabra broke into a house, destroyed a stuffed bear, left behind a puddle of slime and a chunk of rancid white meat on the windowsill. Uh, <laughs> it's just, just carrying that white destroyed meat. Destroyed a bear? Destroyed a stuffed bear. Yeah, it's like, where'd he get it from? He was a bear. It was like gremlin style. Like He got really hungry and just like, oh, this isn't a real thing. December 23rd, 1995. Osalvado Rosado of... Guanaca, Puerto Rico, claimed that he was grabbed from behind by a gorilla-like animal that, that gave him a bear hug so tight that wounds appeared on his abdomen. <laughs> what? Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nineteen or uh, January eighth, nineteen ninety-six. Jose Febo saw it sitting in a tamarind tree. When it saw him, it jumped down and ran off like a gazelle. <laughs> Like a gazelle. Like a gazelle. Okay, so it like hopped away on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> all right. March 9th, 1996. A video Mendez of Aguas Buenas, Puerto Rico was burying a dead and mutilated chicken when he saw a creature four feet tall and walking on two legs. It had large fangs, red eyes, pointed ears, and claw-like hands. Wow. That's it. That's all I, I saw. It. <laughs> it looked like this. Theories, dogs, <laughs> monkeys, kangaroos, bats, government experiments, <laughs> Bigfoot, or aliens. Uh, you forgot the, the important one, Gary. I'm not done. <laughs> oh, Elvin no. John and the gorilla. So there is a small island research lab off the coast of Puerto Rico. Uh, its name translates in English to Monkey Island. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it what, Isla del Chango? No, it's a... Monos or okay, that's hands. Yeah, the theory is that they that they swam or stowed away on boats to get to mainland Puerto Rico. Another theory is ritual killings by practitioners of Santeria or youthful delinquents or fallen angels. There we go. That's the important one. That's mine. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide strikes again. Damn it, Pitbull! Stop killing all those goats. Is he Puerto Rican? Oh no! No, he's he's Mr. Worldwide. See, but that's the thing, right? Is it's like not only is it a fallen angel, but also a dog. So here's the stupidest (laughs) fucking thing that we're going to talk about today. (laughs) Well, and it's not the Texas one because I now love that thing. Okay. Which is a big one, big turn. Look, you've seen species. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen species too, where they're in say, Mexico. You, you see how seen, many things he's seen? He doesn't know what he's talking about. How, he's, you're not allowed to say what's stupid. So here's something I haven't seen. The Appalachian Chupacabra. <laughs> is this any relation to the Appalachian mud squid? And I wish. That is exactly the question I was going to so ask. So it has a long body. It's about four feet at the shoulders. Okay. Uh, it has the standard spines on its back, a pig-like snout with large fangs in its mouth, and it has three huge talons on each of its feet. So it's like a warthog, a cobra. <laughs> so, mm, I fucking love this thing because it's so stupid. It's like the hogzilla of <laughs> chupacabra. Most of its reports come from West Virginia by hikers and hunters. They find drained deer corpses. But some have come face to face with a pack of them. The Appalachian Chupacabra was first sighted in the 1900s and supposedly migrated to Appalachia from Puerto Rico in the 1800s. Whoa, okay. I have found no source for this info other than <laughs> yeah. the first line of its <laughs> wiki page. Say, right? like, really? Like, oh, interesting. Sightings. 
Season three, episode two Gosh, of Mountain Man Monsters, Gosh, which is a show I've never seen, but it's I'm going to Mountain Man Monsters, Mountain Monsters. Okay. The Ames team, which I really should have put what that acronym stands oh, for. Oh, man. Another great acronym. We got to come up with one. The Ames team's theory about this is that the big. Uh, okay. This it's in the season where they're just focusing on Bigfoots. Okay. Which is the plural for Bigfoot. Yeah. And, uh, they came across it, the, the, the Appalachian Chupacabra in their, their hunt. Their theory is that the Bigfoot was using the Chupacabra as a hunter would use his or her hounds for hunting. Nice. <laughs> cool. Buck had the, had a true face to face encounter when the creature hopped in the back, uh, hopped in the back of the side by side, which is a thing. Yeah. The team nearly caught them in the trap. Only to find out the Bigfoot responded to their distress howls and broke a plank on the backside of the trap, which allowed them to escape into the night. Wow. We need to see this show. <laughs> I love the idea that like there's like a subclass of like monster below Bigfoot. This is it's like if there was like a Bigfoot first person shooter, it's like what like the like mid boss would be. Uh, another of my favorite like regular Chupacabra theories is that they are the pets of like yeah. an alien. Yeah. Cause like there's been some sightings and like then the chupacabra started showing up, but since they're, they don't seem sentient, they seem like, Oh yeah, that's just their pets that like, got off a the stupid dog. Yeah. It's a space dog. Mexican chupacabra. March through May, 1996. Numerous chupacabra reports were made in Mexico. Teodora Ayala Reyes in the village of, in a village in Sinaloa state uh, and Jose Angel Pulido in, uh, who that's a word. <laughs> I want that one. Let's see. Let me, I have my glasses. Tlahomulco de Zuniga. I don't know. Uh, they beat all the Jalisco out of me. in Jalisco state. Uh, both claim to be cut or bitten by Chupacabra by late May. There was 46 attacks on 300 animals Whoa. and With four four people. Gone. 46 attacks. 46 incidents on that resulted in this that. This is like some Papa John's 30 pizzas in a month math. No, 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 no. This is real. I'm going to put this into American <laughs> math terms for you. Okay. One okay. school shooting is an incident, but uh, it can leave like 15 dead. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. This is 43 mass goat shootings that we're having yeah. here. Okay. I really wish that wasn't how I had to explain it. But that's just how it is. Although quarantine has saved us. Good job, America. <laughs> No shooting. Yeah, instead we get a guy trying to ram a boat with a train. <laughs> yep, but, you know, that was going to happen anyway. It was. <laughs> World's flat. <laughs> it's all one big track, you know? Um, no oceans. Mexican chupacabras were said... ocean, it's the pit bull train. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Mexican chupacabras were said to be more rodent-like and only three feet tall. Oh, so I instead see. of being a reptilian creature, they're a mammal rodent. But they have a bigger body count because they're like little squirmy. I think the the <laughs> Puerto like, Rican chupacabra at the end of like the year had about fifteen hundred. Um, okay, I animals. Take it back. I was thinking about just those, you know, the prehistoric rats eating the dinosaur eggs. But May, or I'm sorry, Chilean chupacabra, May third, two thousand, <laughs> the new millennium in Concepcion, Chile. Liliana Romero Castillo was awakened by barking dogs and looked out to see a seven-foot winged humanoid in her garden. (laughs) 
At 6 p.m. the next day, her children found a dead, bloodless dog with two puncture wounds on its throat. The Chilean military police removed it shortly after. Some 200 sheep were killed in the area around Calama Antofagasta region in Chile. In the first 20 days in May 2000, a half-human, half-animal shape had been seen. The events were blamed on the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, genetic experiments that got out of control. Never a straight answer. (laughs) So what would it sound like when it was eating that dog? Uh, Something like... uh, Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. But would it be upside down because it's on the, you know, the bottom of the equator? <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Let me play it in reverse. Yeah, flip your, flip your phone upside down and play and it Speaking again. of playing in reverse, the, um, this. 100, 100. Also says 100 in reverse. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's what that sound back then is. Yeah. That weird Ooh. fake baby crying. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. That is spooky. It's not as clear. They had 100 episodes to do it. Yeah. I guess that's true. August 28, 2001. A couple were returning home from a church meeting in Calama, Chile, when they saw a small, hairy, gray and white figure by the side of the road coming out of the bushes. It was apparently suspended in suspended a few inches off the ground. It sped across the road in an oddly rigid manner. So it was like, rowing, like, you know, just in it, just across the street there. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a cartoon character. January 12th. Well, Rigid's like a bad CG renderer. 2002. <laughs> He's deposed like, across the street. Speaking of bad CG renders. <laughs> uh, quarantine has got me going back to watch old anime that I watched as a kid and remembered not liking. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and... Boy, for this one, I sure was right. Um, there was a show that aired on Toonami very, very briefly called uh, Pilot Candidate for Goddess. I, I mean, it's a pretty good name, is. but I've never heard of it. Uh, it's it's a, definitely an early 2000s uh, anime. It suffers from early 2000s dub problems where the main character is voiced by Ty and from Digimon. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but they the giant robots they pilot are all just really really poor cg cool. and like they all look like very, like when they're moving you're like oh they're just dragging that yeah. <laughs> like, rigidly across the there's like a lot of foreground stuff so you don't have to like animate legs and feet yeah uh, the subtitles also have the people's names and there's a guy whose name is garu but they call him galu and <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> Go go back and watch original Apple Seed if you want to see some like. Oh, no, I'm good. They had they had no idea what they were doing translating. Yeah, but, like the the actual acting, it's fine. You know, they did the best they could, but they had no idea what they were doing. So January twelfth, two thousand two, two teenagers near Kamala, Chile, reported a six foot tall dog headed football shaped monster <laughs> that hopped menacingly towards them. Wait a minute, what kind of football are you talking about? Oh, that's a good question. It says F O O T, so not F U apostrophe. But either way, that's weird. Well, is it related to telepathic football? It's both no in way. Chile. See, exactly. That was my thought. Uh, it had three fingers and toes, and its tail was two inches thick, like in diameter. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> or maybe just across. I don't know. No, that is yeah, that is diameter. But yeah, wow. I learned those math terms from a children's book 
about a knight called Circumference nice. and his wife's diameter and his son, uh, the one that's the, just the halfway point. Oh, radius. Uh, yeah. That's his son. Wow. It's a nice uh, sequel. And to I'll always lands. remember it. I'm and not going to lie. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we get to the Texas Chupacabra, also called Blue Dogs. <laughs> this is the, the Texas Chupacabra Massacre. It's, now this is the part where you hear us put on our fl- fringed leather, right? Yep. <laughs> what would that sound like? It, <laughs> it, I mean, like when you played it it's, there in that context, it did sound vaguely like like yeah. latex being stretched across <laughs> something and then snapped tightly. Yeah, so put that over the Ollie G thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're basically a hairless medium sized dog. About Labrador size. Um, It has slightly too big canine teeth for its body, and its paws are slightly too big for its body. So this is the the blurry mange. It has short front legs and long back legs. It has dark gray skin with a bluish tint, and most of them have bright blue eyes. So it's like the drag racer of hairless blue-eyed dogs. There's huge tires in the back. So the first thing... Oh, I'm afraid to watch this again. So first things first, there are tons of sightings of what people call chupacabra in the southwest of the United States. Some are just coyotes or dogs with mange. Some like some are just they're fucking one of them was a goddamn possum that a lady (laughs) thought was a guy thought was a chupacabra. Garrett has seen species two, so I don't want to hear it. Seen species Wait, three. Hold, now hold on, hold on. I haven't seen All that right. either. So the I, I'm the most one, credible. The only one I've seen is the one with the guy, where like the guy is the thing. There's so many. There's a lady who had a frozen one that she cut its head off of, and like kept it in the freezer. Okay, I don't know then. Okay, I will get to some. I I did not put all the sightings because there's so many. I put the ones I personally felt were important. Okay. Big. Claim. So, but there is something else there that's not just a mangy hairless dog. Yeah, there's clearly something that's happening, and the, it, and that something is a coyote. Okay, but yeah. possibly a mutation or an adaptation due to the toxic change in its environment. Oh, I see. So, there, like I said, there's too many sightings. So we're going to start with the first big um, American chupacabra one, August 2004, the Elmendorf Beast. A strange canine was shot and killed by a local rancher in Elmendorf, Texas. The animal weighed about 20 pounds and had a pronounced overbite and unusual bluish hairless skin. Experts at San Antonio Zoo speculated due uh, due to the skull that it had been a Mexican hairless dog. It was later determined to be a coyote with uh, demodectic or sarcopictic mange. Wow. And not originally hairless. However... DNA gathered was inconclusive due to environmental degradation, but it was proven that the creature came from the canine family. Two similar carcasses were found in Texas and found to be coyotes with severe cases of mange. Wow. Okay. So like, maybe it's just like a weird subspecies of coyote or like a, like a hereditary condition that makes them extremely susceptible to mange. November, 2007 biology researchers at Texas, Texas state university, San Marcos determined from DNA samples that the suspicious animal was a coyote. The coyote, however, had bluish gray, mostly hairless skin and large fanged teeth. It caught, uh, which caused it to appear different than a normal coyote. Additional skin samples were taken in an attempt to determine the cause of the hair loss. 
August 8, 2008. A DeWitt County deputy, Brandon Raidfield, Raydell, Raydell, uh, filmed an unidentified animal along back roads near Cuero, Texas, on his on his dashboard camera. The animal was about the size of Coyote, but however, but was hairless with a long snout, short front legs, and long back legs. However, Raiders boss Sheriff Jode Zavesky believes it may have been the same species a coyote identified by Texas State University on Marcos researchers in November 2007. Wow. September 9th, or September 2009. CNN aired a report showing close-up video footage of an unidentified dead animal. The same CNN report stated that locals have begun speculating the possibility that this might be a chupacabra. A Blanco, Texas taxidermist reported that he received the body from a former student whose cousin had discovered the animal in his barn, where it had been succumbed to poison left out for rodents. The taxidermist expressed his belief that this is a genetically mutated coyote. Wow. I had no idea about it. This is crazy. September 18th, 2009. Taxidermist Jerry Ayer sold the Blanco, Texas Chupacabra to the Lost World Museum. The museum has reported in Syracuse Post Standard on 9-26-09 is placing the creature on display as they work with an unnamed university to have the remains tested. I looked forever for the test results because it wasn't in the articles. I went to their website. I finally found it. 2017. The results come in uc davis shared their genetic test results and concluded the blanco texas chupacabra was a mix of a mexican wolf and a coyote wow okay so it's like some kind of like but they trash said it um i think i get july 2010 there were reports of chupacabras being shot dead by animal control officers in hood county texas a second creature was also reportedly spotted and killed several miles away however an officer in hood county animal control said texas a&m University scientists conducted tests and identified the corpse as a coyote-canine hybrid with signs of mange and internal parasites. The second reported chupacabra shot uh, July 9th, about eight miles south of Crescent, was eaten by vultures before it could be taken for testing. They they said it did not have mange, but there was something mange-like that they couldn't figure out for the... uh, the wolf-coyote hybrid. Yeah. With the... You should see pictures of it. Their eyes are, like, sky blue. Really? Yeah. They got the freaking the spice going on. With that <laughs> Pretty business. much, dude. Wow. These are some spice wolves. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> February 2017, on Highway 185 and Guadalupe Road in Victoria, Texas, a resident reported reportedly spotted a chupacabra following the tip of a Crossroads Today viewer. The news station went to the location and found the animal lying on the side of the road. It had the paws of a dog, but the body of a hyena. Weird. That's all I put down for the... The, uh, the Texas Chupacabra. Could this thing have gone farther north? Could this thing be Ringdicus? <laughs> I think. No, because Ringdicus is huge and hairy. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. But there's like a northern um, adaptation, in, um, right? In Chupacabra Road Trip, there are um, sightings of it. Uh, he goes to like Oklahoma and other places. So it has gone a little bit north. Interesting. And I have other Chupacabra sightings. They're not Chile. They're not Mexico. June 2017 in uh, Nanagalito, Ecuador. Ecuador 59 year old Casimiro Flores believes the creature he fought off was a chupacabra. And one day he heard a loud paper shuffling. sound. <laughs> I got so many papers. I have two left. <laughs> a loud noise that sent chills up his spine. 
When he turned around, the about 5'7 man saw a creature that looked like a brown dog with pointed ears that reached his waist, trapped by, so like a Labrador, <laughs> trapped by the animal, which dragged him around. Casemiro grabbed a stone and threw it at the creature's <laughs> forehead. After letting out a cry, it ran away. He was just attacked by a regular dog. That's what I'm saying. But I would never honestly, admit that. It's, like, it's a chupacabra. <laughs> it's like, the, honestly, it's what would happen to me. Because, like, I talk a big game about, like, it being ridiculous to be attacked by a dog. But, like, <laughs> I would heard never, it here first. Like, if it ever happened, like, I was actually attacked by a dog and it was a problem, like, yeah, I would never, I would never say it was just a dog. So don't believe him, please. It's a huge friggin' wolf, dude. It almost took me out. <laughs> July 2017, Riverside, California. In mid-July, when Carrie Shunker's cat raced inside their home, he looked outside and saw, quote, the ugliest looking thing staring at him about 80 feet away. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, he did a slap him in the face. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Uncalled for. Why did he call the chupacabra that? With uh, teeth jutting out in every direction, rippled skin, and a tail like a rat or possum. (laughs) Shunker said it looked nothing like a coyote. It was also, quote, at least two feet or more longer than the biggest coyote you've ever seen. Shunker is not the only one who has spotted the creature. In uh, in the Box Springs Mountain category, I don't know why there's a period there. It's on me. Actually, this might be on the website that I copy and pasted that sighting from. Perhaps. MJ Bunt, an early childhood educator, also saw the chupacabra this year. Quote, I thought, that's the strangest looking animal I've ever seen. Why is it all Southern? Uh, She told the press doing the Southern bell. Well, I declare it was the strangest looking (laughs) animal I ever seen. She told the press enterprise about spotting it near her home. Quote, it had the ears of a deer, long snout, no hair, tail like a rat, long hindquarters. I thought it might be a sick coyote or a sick wolf, but had too many sick wolf, bro. (laughs) (laughs) But had too many different characteristics for many of them. Who's wearing a monster jersey and friggin' had the coolest headphones? Had a Thrasher t shirt on. (laughs) This is sick coyote. Uh, August 2017, Santee, South Carolina. While golfing one day at the Santee Cooper, oh, that's <laughs> I, I'm like in sick Santee <laughs> Cooper County or Cooper Country Club, Doug Stewart took a photo of an animal that some believe to be a chupacabra. What do you believe, Garrett? In a Facebook post that went viral, uh, Stewart said the animal was most definitely not a dog. But as commenters weighed in with their different different theories, it was a dog. Some believed it was, sick it was wolf, actually man. a coyote or a fox with mange. <laughs> it was a sick dog. Here's another Texas one, because uh, I found an actual news story. I just like put chupacabra news. <laughs> May 2019, Houston, Texas. Man spotted an animal or an unusual animal wandering around Houston's West Side corridor. I think there was a picture of it. Is like. Standard Texas chupacabra. Okay, dog with mange. Pop culture. So everywhere. So I put a, I have a big batch of them that, uh, with not really specifics. And then I have a bunch of specifics. Uh, Magic the Gathering in the Ixalan introduced chupacabras. X-Files episode season four, episode 11. El Mundo Gira. Yep. Grim season four, episode eight. It was a dog man, not a oh. chupacabra. Uh, the sh- an anime I really like that everyone should watch. It's on Crunchyroll. 
if you have access to that. Occult Academy. There's just a whole flock of Chupacabras. I think you were telling me about this one. Yeah, because there's a bunch of Mothman in it. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantastic Beast 2 uh, also has a Chupacabra. I didn't see that one. Super Furry Animals have a song titled Chupacabra, which I was going to listen to, but then stuff happened in the house. Oh, yes. Uh, first episode of the Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Wait, the first episode or like the weird pilot? The first episode that was aired, not the weird okay. pilot. Okay. Okay. 2005, the sci-fi original movie Chupacabra Dark Seas or Chupacabra <laughs> Terror featured a humanoid version of the Chupacabra that kills soldiers and passengers of a cruise ship after smugglers attempt to sneak into the U.S. In 2013, another sci-fi original movie t- titled Chupacabra versus the Alamo. <laughs> Whoa, how the Alamo uh, really Featured a uh, more, more canine version of the chupacabras attacking a town in texas and killing most of its residents oh i thought i thought it was going to be like a like a ginger snaps back kind of situation where it's like hundreds of years ago <laughs> would have been exciting in uh, that's how santa Ana lost his leg <laughs> exactly that's what i was uh, thinking in the 2017 anime sakura quest one of the characters dresses up as a humanoid chupacabra throughout most of the series is this in the sakura war series i don't know because like I could, I could a million. Percent I found see pictures that. of it, and I'm like, that's adorable. I could a million percent see that. Uh, there's a direct TV ad in Puerto Rico about a chupacabra trying to sell. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's also I didn't put that one, this one on here, but there's also a um, Puerto Rican ad for Stranger Things, where the kids meet like a famous Puerto Rican cryptozoologist who's trying to track down the chupacabra, but he's accidentally hunting the Demogorgon. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's fun. I'll post the video for the direct TV ad. Like I don't speak Spanish, but it's fun. Okay. I love the idea that this thing is like, you know, it's, that's how you know you've made it is when you've, you know, you're being used to shill, you know, satellite services. In a, in Gintama, one of the characters finds a cave swarming with chupacabras while they are lost in the mountains, trying to find shelter from a snowstorm. (laughs) So wait, hold on. Is Gintama the one where aliens go to feudal Japan? Yes. Okay, because, you know, I'm just, I'm getting a theme here, right? Like, you know, satellite television, aliens, <laughs> anime, aliens. Uh, I kind of really, I kind of want to read this, uh, the IDW graphic novel, Chica Cabra, uh, written and drawn by Tom Belland, is about a Puerto Rican girl named Izzy who finds an abandoned lab and gets merged with the last living Chupacabra. Okay. The rest were killed. That sounds very fun. Yeah. I'm actually very interested. In his new 52 miniseries, Bizarro is keeping a Chupacabra named Colin as a pet. As it turns out, he's an alien who lost his translator and used to be a Green Lantern. Wow. <laughs> That's, you know, it just who would have thought? And then, oh shit, I forgot to download this sound clip. In C-Lab 2021 oh. episode, Isla de Chupacabra, the crew becomes stranded on an island infested with Chupacabra as well as talking snakes and killer trees. Insert sound. Whatever. I was never once seen a thing. man. Actually, I've always been a snake. <laughs> You know, I am familiar with that line. Ring of Steel. I don't think I've ever seen this one. They're like, if we the, throw the bullets in the fire, we'll have a, we'll be protected forever. And there's it's, the League of the League of what? Oh, that's right. With um, Quetzalcoatl and Monster Hesh. Monster Hesh. Uh, Huck Finn. That. <laughs> All right. That is it for the Chupacabras. There are a couple more I wanted to put in, but they were full episodes on their own. The Canadian Chupacabra and the Gonk. I love I love the idea of a Canadian Chupacabra. 
I, I wonder what how you would say chupacabra in French, though. That's what I want, because I feel like that's what it should be What's called. What's goat and sucker? I don't, well, I mean, I imagine it's probably similar. I know how you say uh, goat sucker in French. Oh, here we go. Englishman. There we go. Got him again. English pig dog. There you go. So right, we'll, we'll forever just leave it up unite. to some French Canadian comedian to coin it. Apparently, because that's what I'm. The, I've never heard of that. And anyone, I don't know what the deal with it could that be is. what like Russell Peters, right? He's Canadian. But I just didn't know this even comes from comedians. Chupacabras are all ARG. They're not real. You've all seen species. Say, that's the, it doesn't yeah, count. That's that's the real. That's the real deal. That's my take. So any any other favorite things from our hundred episodes? Oh, so many. I mean, <laughs> you know, I love uh, that we we cracked the truth about Pitbull. We did. Yep. Nephilim. Don't don't forget it. Another one of my favorites is the shows that I've become friends with, like Drinking and Screaming and uh, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. I just like the idea that other people know who we are. It's weird. <laughs> Build up. And we definitely would not have lasted to 100 episodes, especially during this horrible time without our yeah. fucking patrons. Indeed. Yeah, just I'm, I'm astounded that people like what we do enough to give us money. It just, it's mind-boggling to me. It's astounding. I'm not going to say we don't deserve it. I don't deserve it, but yeah, <laughs> I did so much work. <laughs> Garrett does all the yeah, work. Garrett does it all. I just yell MXC references. This, I mean, it's like school fine. for me. I just I show up and I I learn about things that I had mostly no idea about. <laughs> I used to really try to like to have some kind of like you know complex cultural analysis, but it just now nowadays I'm just dumb, dumb, I'm just dumbfounded. <laughs> Man, I'm like, just bewildered. I found out a lot of the the genetics like the stuff about the Texas one when reading or listening to Chupacabra Road Trip, and I'm like, wow, I don't hate this thing anymore. It's really astounding. There are a like bunch of them that thing. are like that, that coyote with mange or something that they like that people are going, oh, that's a chupacabra. Like in the book, the, like this guy calls him over to see it because he lives in Texas. And like yeah. the guy has a like a main, like not a mange, like a, a weird looking possum in a cage. And he's like, that that's a possum. He's like, can I, can I take a picture of it? He's like, no, I'm going to have the, like you pay me. I'm going to have the news come and like, they're going to pay me much of money. And then guarantee you after Nick Redford left, the news came there like that's a possum. He's like, oh, no, we're good. Yeah. We'll see you later. The only reason we want to take a picture of it is to point out that it's a possum and you're an idiot. Yep. Yeesh. Probably did it for free, too, like so, the Denny's thing. Well, Anyone got any plugamendations? Well, yeah, we, we still got to go bust in and take a ring to kiss. Oh, can a chupacabra beat a hippo? Which one? Any no. of no. them. <laughs> well... I mean, if you know, it's a Green Lantern with its ring. Then yeah, you know, we'll go with we'll go with that one. It's got some backup. Well, from I mean, Bizarro. it already lost it, so it's not like oh, that's even true. that capable. Yeah. That's true. So if it, somehow, if it were like a miraculously capable chupacabra with a, with a ring, but yeah, no, definitely not. A hippo would just demolish it. Yeah, just fucking crush it and squeeze out. It all would. Its it would just eat meat. it. Exactly. It would just eat it. <laughs> I mean, unless well, see, that's the thing though, right? Is because hippos are also nocturnal. So yeah, like no, no chance. Yep. So uh, my my plug will be, uh, I think I've done it before, but Occult Academy, just, it's fun. I think I'm going to start a uh, channel on our Discord server where we where I post all of, like, each week's plugmendations. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. That's pretty cool. So we'll, we'll have an archive of it. Off. Yeah. Starting at episode 100, because I'm not going to go back and do it. Yeah, huh? no, same. Same. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, my plug will be uh, Scooby-Doo and the Monster Mexico. I, I oh, said yeah. that I wanted to talk about this. I purposely left it out so you would bring it up. Uh, but I think you just got so engrossed that you didn't. I well, you know, I I was waiting for there to be like a spot to bring it up, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to take away from like actual genetic research on <laughs> you know an unidentified corpse. Yeah. 
Um, but no, actually, I think it it's funny because, you know, people call the Chupacabra like the Mexican Bigfoot. Um, and, it, you know, it's not literally that. I don't think... I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who like would think that it was literally that, yeah. but like that's kind of the point of Scooby Doo and the Monster of Mexico. That, like, it some people bring it up and they're like, "Yeah, they didn't even know what a chupacabra is. They totally know what a chupacabra is. It's important to the plot. It's worth watching. It's like one of the better. Like, it's after the trilogy of really good ones, but it's one of the better like direct to movie videos they did or direct to yeah. video movies. So check it out. I think the last time I saw it was when it first aired on Cartoon Network when I was living in Palmdale. Same. Well, like I, I started going back through and watching like every Scooby Doo everything. I still have to watch every. the 13th Ghost movie. We do. We do still need to watch that. I like, I want to watch all of 13 Ghosts because I think I've seen it like halfway through and I just always fall asleep. Yeah. When this whole thing's over, we should have a watch party. We're gonna, we're gonna have so many parties. Yep. Alan? Uh, hmm. Free Ring to Kiss. Free Ring to Kiss. But uh, that's illegal. So I guess more in the legal realm, um, I don't know. I've been finally reading the tome that is Collapsed Journal Volume 8, Casino Real, a thousand pages on the history of indeterminacy and all that. It's fun. I don't know. Broke my brain. (laughs) Well, uh, check out our Discord or our Patreon. If you give us $5, you get access to the Discord. I'm not going to plug the whole thing because we're still in a crisis. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Fecre, F-E-A-C-R-E. Any questions or anything, you can shoot us an email, featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. Remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. 100, 100, 100, 10 times 10 equals 100. There are 100 cents in a dollar. A football field is 100 yards. There are 100 senators in Congress. The sum of the first nine prime numbers is 100. The boiling temperature of water is 100. Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born. The number of tiles in a standard Scrabble set is 100. The temperature of the human body is 98.6 degrees, which is close to 100. 9 plus 8 minus 6 is 11, which is 89 away from 100. <laughs> <laughs> One more time for reference. Okay, one more time. (laughs) Actual science.